I'm going to say this as straight as I possibly can. I am begging you, if you're a parent and you've got kids there, that this subject is just too upsetting for your young children. Please get them out of the room or change the station. We urge you to exercise parental discretion. Now, this hot and low radio, man, is worth plenty of rubles, man. It's got, it's got lots of juice. You got uh, shortwave, police call, boats. Late at night, man, you get, you get out of space. Come on, come on, Uncle. Just make me an offer. Now, this is a $100 radio, man. It's got a clear tone. Boy, that's, that's clear as a mother's old bell. Come on, baby. Show the man your power, baby. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! Oh, man. You radio, you mother. What about TV? Do you like TV? What? Uh, that new thing, Jim. Uh, television. Oh, pictures. Yeah. No, no pictures. Why not? Everything these days is pictures. Pictures and a lot of noise. Nobody even knows how to talk. Ah, uh, <laughs> just grunted each other. Babies that were sacrificed for Satan. I will probably have nightmares tonight about it. From the nightmares to the running around the room when they disclose to the latching on to the crying and saying mommy 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 don't go out because if you go out they're going to kill you threats intimidation fear now if you're going to stay cool you got to wail you got to put something down you got to make some jive don't you know what i'm talking about well that's all i'm saying rejection of parental values unusual interest in books on satanism black magic or witchcraft obsession with rock music groups using satanic symbols or references Rejection of friends, preference for being alone, meditation, chanting, use of new vocabulary. Is it the force of evil? Does it disrupt? Is it a force for everything negative? Listen, you screwheads. Here's a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the scum, the dogs, the filth. Here is someone who stood up. Hi, it's Chris T. here on uh, Aerial View, WFMU Upsala College, East Orange. Too tired and too hot to really do a show. I'm taking a little bit of a breather from regularly scheduled uh, guests and topics and leaving it all up to you, as Marie Osmond used to say. We do have a few things we're going to be doing today, talking about conspiracy theories and prank phone calls. But uh, the nights have been too long and too hot. Now I see it clearly. My whole life is pointed in one direction. I see that now. There never has been any choice for me. Candle, he peeps out of his, he can hide his 
the telephone keeps on screaming. Hello. Welcome to the air. Yes? You interrupted this song and you have nothing to say? 201-678-7743 is the number here. I really thought someone had a canny comment. I guess not. Yeah, who's coming to rescue me here on the phone, 201-678-7743? I wanted to talk today about conspiracy theories because the next few shows I'll be doing are really about conspiracy. Next week we will have uh, Mark Levin and Paul Marcus here. Who uh, Mark uh, directed and Paul co-produced the uh, new movie Blowback, and they will be here next week to talk about it. It's a, a described as a conspiracy theory buffs wet dream this movie and uh sort of a cross uh, what what would happen if Dr. Strangelove met Oliver North kind of kind of picture. So uh we'll be here next week talking about that, but that got me to thinking about conspiracy theories. My mind always turns to them in the month of August. One of the biggest conspiracies uh facing us nowadays is this a caller ID machine from your local telephone company. Uh, the really widespread thing that's happening is that kids are no longer allowed to make prank phone calls. The era of the prank phone call will fade into memory as more and more people get these and uh, put them into use. Now, uh, caller ID is uh, a service from your phone company uh, that goes along with a $60 or $70 piece of equipment that sits in the vicinity of your phone and allows you to see the phone number of the person calling you on an alphanumeric LCD display. Um, and what will happen now is that kids will no longer be able to have parties and sit at home and call up and ask people if their refrigerators are running or call a tobacco shops and ask if they have Prince Albert in a can, that kind of thing. So... Another little bit of childhood innocence is disappearing. And um, things like this will no longer be able to happen. This is a prank call I I, I fashioned uh, oh three or four years ago. Hello? Uh, hello? Yes. Yes, do you repair hearing aids? Yes, we do. We send them out. Hello? Hello? Yes? Yes, do you repair hearing aids? Yes, we do. Yes. Who is this? Hello? And where are you located? Hello? Hold on one moment. Hello? 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 Yes. Who's calling, please? My name, my name is Harold Barton. Mr. Barton? Barton. Martin? And I need to bring a hearing aid in. Okay. You want to just bring it in? Hello? 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 Hold on one moment. There's nobody there. Hello? Hold on 
Hold on a minute. Hello? Hold on. Is anybody there? Yes. Hold on a minute. Hello? Yes. I have a hearing aid I need to have fixed. Okay, do you want to come in and we can repair it for you? It takes about two weeks to get it repaired. I'm sorry? It takes two weeks to repair. Well, I, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. It is takes... There, is there someone there that I can speak to? No, I'm here by myself. Can you come in? Can you come in? Uh, okay. I'd like to bring it in if I can. That will be fine. What are your What are your hours? Ten o'clock in the morning until six o'clock. What are What are your hours, please? All right, you're going to have to get someone who understands on the telephone to call me. Hello. You're going, you're going to have to get someone else to call me. Can I have your address, please? You're going to have to get someone else to call me, okay? Hello? Is anybody there? Well, there you have it. That's one of the things that will no longer happen with this new caller ID machine. A conspiracy perpetrated by the phone company. Um telling you that your life will be safer and more complete and happier. But uh, what about the little kids? What about those kids who have nothing to do on a hot summer night and they just want to sit down by the phone and have some fun? Speaking of the phone, the number here is 201-678-7743 and we're about to make a call that just may change my life. I was... uh, passed on this information by fellow staff member KBC who spotted an ad in a local Montclair paper oh it's busy we'll have to try that again later hello hello yes what do you mean these kids won't be able to do anything they can always call from the pay phone yeah but it's it's inconvenient when you have a bunch of your friends you know and you want to go over to your parents' kitchen and sit around drinking Pepsis and making prank phone calls to find a payphone, you know, it's... Do you... Well, not really, when you consider there seems to be at least one per block nowadays, I mean, hey. And besides, you got to pay for those calls, I mean, you know... Yeah, it's safer, that way they'll never find, you know, you know, quarter or something like that, you know, it's only going to take you a minute, and most of these kids, they go blowing their money on something else anyway. So... Well, when was the last time you made a prank call? Oh, gosh, when was that, last year, two years ago, something like that? And uh, what did you do? Who did you call and what did you say? Oh, it was a friend of mine over there, drove him insane and everything, IRS, that sort of thing. Oh, you did uh, an IRS prank call? Uh, yeah, I just said, oh, yes, we went through your records because he always bragged that he had a lot of money and everything. And he uh-huh. Was, did he, you, you really had him on the hot seat for a while. Oh, yeah, before he realized, you know, he listened closely. He said, wait a second, is that you? Yo, you, you know, and expletives and everything like that. It's like, it was, it was strangely funny, you know. So you had a lot of fun making that prank call, but what if he had a caller ID machine? And he didn't have, now he has one, but now he'll just use a payphone. Well, now you would, you would actually trek to a payphone to call him up now? Yeah, why not? Well, it just seems, it just seems to be a lot of trouble. Not really. I think we as Americans have a God-given right to prank phone calls. I think it's in the Constitution there. I mean, if we can't make... What's this country coming to? Who knows? We can't make prank phone calls anymore thanks to the phone company. Thank you. Thank you, phone company. Thanks, Ma Bell. Thanks, Ma Bell anymore. That judge ripped it to shreds. Well, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Baby Bell. Thanks, Baby Bell. I really think that I really think that this is unconscionable. I I don't know about you, but I think more people should be mad, angry, upset. I think there should be support groups or, or at least some sort of organization to come to the aid of people who still want to make prank calls. Oh gosh. Hello. Hello. Yes. Welcome to the air. Hi. Thank you. Well, <clears throat> I just want to say, you know, a lot of people with this caller ID aren't going to call cops. 
with anonymous information. They aren't? Right. Because if you want to be anonymous, and you call the cops, and they have the caller ID, the cops are going to know who's calling. Oh, you mean not people calling to complain about prank calls. Right. Oh, right. No, this is just something different to go with the caller ID stuff. Right, yeah. I see what you mean. So you, so people are going to be reluctant. But I'm I'm not even concerned about that. I'm concerned know, the, about the, the... The prank calls is a good thing. What about city kids? City kids who can't... You know, they have nowhere to play. They don't really... Can't, they can't get outside too often because it's unsafe. It's unhealthy. Yeah, well, I they, grew up in the burbs. Well... And I always called bowling alleys and asked if they had 16-pound balls. You did? Of course. And what would they say? They'd say, of course you do. And then we'd say, how do you keep them in your pants? Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So... That was a big favorite among suburban teenagers. It'd be interesting to find out what what prank calls were in the suburbs as opposed to what they were in the city, what city kids would call and say. That's very interesting. Like calling delis and saying, do you have potato balls, that kind of thing, too. Okay. Right. But okay. I was always good at 16-pound balls. That was always a good one. Okay. But well, the worst was when a girl answered the phone. I'd like to start a list. Okay, let's do oh, it. Oh, well, thank you. That's my favorite, 16-pound balls. Okay. The bowling alley. That, that's going right down on the list, 201-678-7743. Is the number here? We're talking about deprived inner city children not being able to make uh, prank phone calls any longer. No one's there. Let's let's try this phone call again. This number that KBC gave me. It's, it's ringing. Hello. Hi. Yeah. I was calling about your ad in the paper. Yeah. Hi, my name is uh, Chris T. I'm on WFMU. Oh, really? Uh, in East Orange, yeah, we're, we're a radio station. I was given your ad by uh, someone on the staff about um, the jeans that you have for sale. Yeah. Your ad says, authentically worn jeans with holes in the knees. Yeah. Highest, highest bidder you're selling them to? Yes. Okay. You're my first caller. Um, what kind of jeans are these? Oh, just regular, uh, just regular jeans. Uh, the, I mean, brand name, like Lee Jeans or Levi's? Uh, or... There's no, uh, no uh, uh, particular, I don't know what the brand is. Uh, they're just... Uh, How long have you had these jeans? Oh, about two, three years. And uh, why are you selling them now? Well, because they're wearing out, and uh, I know that this is a big uh, uh, style uh, now, and uh, big de- big demand, and... Uh, you only have one pair of these jeans? I got two pairs. And what size are they? Uh, 36, 30. Okay, 36 waist and a 30 inseam? Yeah. And it, wh- how would you say they're worn? What do you mean? Well, you, uh, besides the holes in the knees, what do they look like? Well, they're, they're, uh, they're well worn. I, I'm I mean, they're sort of getting somewhat on the white side. All right, so because I I uh, I just work. Uh, were they were they uh, pre-washed to begin with? Were they pre-washed no, no, no. when you bought they them? Were, they were bright, brand new. Uh, they were brand new, stiff denim. Yeah. And you don't know who made them? Who made these jeans? Oh, I suppose uh, I I. Uh, uh, they're they're probably Levi's, but I'm not sure. Probably Levi's. Yeah. All right, and who was the highest bidder so far? I mean, I'm hey, the, you're the you're my first call. Would you take two dollars a pair for them? Oh no no! I, what do you say? What do you think they're worth? What's that? What do you think they're worth? These jeans? Well, uh, they're not completely worn out yet. I mean, as far as I'm concerned. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. So, uh, they have some uh, couple, couple of years. They're getting close. They, they got a couple so of years. So I might take uh, twenty bucks for them, as if uh, if the highest bidder were uh, get up to twenty. Now, what 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 about a person who wants to wear their own jeans out? I mean, who wants to? I mean, what about what about you're kind of taking that away from them? They, you know what there I mean. There are very many people that uh, that that want these uh, worn out jeans that'll wear them out themselves. Are you gonna make a career out of this, just wearing jeans for a couple of years and selling them? Well, I I uh, do it all the time. Really? You sell jeans? I'm worn. Yeah, well, I, I do you have I any other worn out pieces of clothing? I just got the idea that there are a lot of there are a lot, lot of kids people out there that were. Like uh, punk rockers and heavy metal kids, you mean? Yeah, yeah. they want this uh, these worn out jeans, and uh, but of course they don't want to wear them. Right. Out. They don't. They don't want to put the work in themselves like so many young kids today. Yeah. Well, uh, well. Do you have any other worn pieces of clothing you might want to sell? No, these are uh, just the uh, only two that I was interested. Any any old leather jackets or anything like that? Any uh, old uh, denim jackets? God, I've, I've got. <laughs> Come to think of it, I've got a really old 
called jacket. What kind of jacket? That it's a it's a imitation leather type of thing. Imitation it's leather. It's vinyl. It's really it? fall, Yeah, it's really falling apart. Good. I love it. And uh, what style is it in? Is it like a biker jacket? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not sure about that. It's a little short. It's a sh- you know a short jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh. Where'd you get it from? It's been so long ago, I can't even remember. Forgot, huh? Okay. So you have the jacket and the two pair of pants. You want to sell them as a as a unit? You want to sell it no, all? No, no, no. I'd sell them uh, individual. Uh-huh. Okay, so... I hadn't thought about the jacket, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure if I really want to get rid of my old jacket or not. Any other used items around the house you want to that, sell? Any bedspreads or, or sheets or anything that are used? Uh, any, uh... No, you'd have to talk to Any furniture wife. throws or anything? Any ice cube trays? What? Any ice cube trays you want to... I need some ice cube trays. Uh, the old, old type? The, old, that the older the better. The kind with the metal bar that you lift and... Hey, we know... Separate. I know about some of those. Yeah? Uh, uh, are, they, are they really hot items? The, I would think so. I think you could probably get, you know, a, a dollar each for those ice cube trays, probably. God, we were going to... I was thinking... Don't throw them out. Were you going to throw some out? Don't throw them out. throwing those babies out and getting the plastic cut. Don't throw those out. That's not a good idea. Should, one should save those. Save the ice cube trays. Uh, what about... Any, any, I hope we're not on, uh, t- on uh, radio right now, are we? N- yeah, we've been on radio since uh, the moment I said we're on the air. Oh, oh goodness. I yeah, yeah, let me see. we got a caller here who might be interested in your clothing. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, hi. Uh, uh, is that guy with the pants still on? Yes. Uh, listen, uh, would he be willing to trade? Because I've got some old socks with uh, holes in the toes that, uh, you know, I can't really wear anymore. But, you know, because I, I, I don't tend to clip my toenails as much and they uh, wear out. I, they look really good with sandals. It would look really good. It's a, yeah, it's a it's a thought. Would you trade for those pants? Would you trade anything? Uh, not, not old socks. I like, uh... All right, well, I got, I got some uh, boxers that I don't wear anymore. Boxer shorts. Boxer shorts. Yeah. yeah, they're not they're not that worn out. They're just a little frayed. Uh huh. Um, let me yeah. ask. I don't even know your name, sir. The, with the pants, what's your name? Uh, Art Cornell. Art, hi. Um, Art, would you? If other people call who want to trade you something, is there anything you need in particular? I, I'm really not uh, particularly interested you in just, the trading. You just want twenty dollars a pair for the yeah, pants. Yeah, I, I um. Uh, what, what about, like, old, worn-out money? Hey, that, no, that would be okay. You know, like, it's so worn-out that you can't really see how much the nomination is. Not, not It's like just, that. like, holes where the numbers were. Art, you know something, Art? I was just thinking, when you said art, you gave me an idea. If these were owned by a famous artist, famous artist, these pants, they might, you know, you should have put in the paper that these were, like, Andy Warhol's pants. Yeah, you could drip some uh, paint on them. Jackson Pollock. Uh, 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 yeah, if they were owned by somebody like that, why, then they'd be, uh... They'd be worth a mint. Well, you know, you know, uh, I'm an artist, and uh, you know, I've a published artist, and I got, you know, I could put some ink on my socks if you really want to go for the sock deal. I bet. Um, I think I know who this is. This is Kaz on the line with us, right? Kaz, Kaz. That's me. If you were to uh, do something on this guy's pants, draw something, they'd be worth that much more, wouldn't they? Uh, they could be. Yeah. They could be. But then you know, I would want to get paid for doing the drawing. You'd want to get paid for painting his pants. Yeah. Um, that's too bad, because, you know, I, I would say you would definitely double the price. They'd be worth at least $40 a pair uh, if you could do something yeah, on it. You yeah. know, you just drip drip some paint or uh, smear a magic marker on them. Mm. That might be the way to go. Or I could just poke some more holes in them. Yeah, you could do that, too. Yeah, the, the, uh, the holes are getting bigger every day. So where are so these? I don't know if you'd have to... Uh, well, are you, are you continuing to wear these pants? Yeah, I got them on right now. Really? Well, I mean, why don't you take them off at, at this point? <laughs> Just hang them up in your window or something, and put a sign up. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I was figuring that I, they round probably need to be worn out a little bit more. A little bit more, right? What about the seats? A seat of these pants? Is, are they? Is the seat worn? You're down at the bottom. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and are the other bottoms? Bit, but not, not, uh, not really. Bad. Are the bottoms of the pants frayed? Uh, little bit. Yeah. I'm wondering, do, uh, do you have any white t-shirts with, like, yellow stains under the arms? I hear that's really popular now with the kids. And perhaps you'd want to sell some of those. 
I think he's pulling your. I think he's pulling your. I think he's pulling your well-worn leg, Art. <laughs> if you ask me. Well, now, they, uh, uh, the whole thing here is that uh, I'm retired now. Uh huh. And uh, when I was a kid, this was many, many years ago. Uh huh. Um, Worn pants. I wore, I wore pants like this. Right. And, uh, Would you and say I didn't you, like it. Were you a greaser or a juvenile delinquent? No, no, I was a poor. Poor. I was poor. <laughs> My mother used to patch them and repatch them and patch them again. Right. And I didn't like them. Uh-huh. I, uh, I you, decided I was going to go to college. And, and make and, enough so you... And make enough money so I would never have to wear pants like this again. But, but Art, you've, you've taken an ad out in this Montclair paper to sell some worn pants for $20. Why not just give them away to Goodwill or Salvation Army? Well, I don't understand. Why don't, uh, why, no, why don't you just... At, uh, good, I don't know, think anybody at Goodwill would want these well, old pants. The thing that I don't understand is why don't you just wear them because you're just right in fashion, pal. You know? <laughs> you do, do you, yeah, I... Just continue to wear them and you'll probably get uh, hey, the young kids all sorts will, of attention. The young kids will say, where'd you get them pants, mister? <laughs> you know? I yeah, think... They, I see I, a whole line I of. That they're eyeing them. You know, Art, you should go into the used clothing business. It'd be really good for a retiree. I, I was. Uh, Are you married? Actually, I was a little bit worried about. You know how people run a, uh, uh, steal these jackets. Uh huh. Let, let me give and you. I some... was afraid they were going to steal my. Um... <laughs> steal your pants. Yeah. Let me give you some advice, there, Art. Uh, you probably won't be able to sell these pants to an ad, but if they were hanging on a really expensive hanger in a sharp-looking Soho clothing store, you could sell them for $300. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it, Art. See? It's how you package it. Yeah, it, it, okay. Cass, could you uh, give Art the name of some stores he might want to take these two vintage clothing stores <laughs> in Manhattan? You know, if you pay $4 to go through the tunnel, Art, you could really uh, see a return on your investment. Um, well, I mean, there's the big one. There's Canal Jeans. And Canal... I'm, no. Canal jeans, are. But I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to ask. I want to ask our listeners um, if if there's anyone out there who wants a pair of used jeans, size 36 with a 30 inseam. Art says they're probably Levi's, and how you've owned them for two years, right, Art? You said two uh, years. Uh, some, something like that, maybe longer. I'm okay. not sure. Um, if you if you're interested, uh, can we give your number out, Art? You want us to give your number out? We're on the radio. You're, you're going to get a lot more people than you would from that ad in the Montclair yeah, paper. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe uh, this is enough publicity for me. Okay, so you don't you don't want us to give your number out? Uh, just not, I guess. Okay, well, you could call here. Call me at the station. You can call Chris T. And uh, I, I could uh, tell you how to get in touch with Art. What what uh, paper is the ad in? The uh, Montclair the, Times. The Montclair Times. Yeah. Pick up a copy of the Montclair Times. And you could own Art's pants, a piece of history. What did you do in these? Art, put the ad in Details magazine. <laughs> yeah, what did you do in these pants, Art? What did you do in them? I just, I, I work in the garden. Uh, have you been anywhere with them? Did they go to the Grand Canyon with you or I've anything? all over the world. When, with these pants? Uh, I think so, yeah. These are well-traveled. Oh my God, th th those pants have a history to them. If those pants could talk. Right, Art? Uh, so what are, you, what are you doing now, Art, now that you're retired? What do you do with your time? Besides sell pants. Does that mean being genial? Yes. What is the genealogy? I'm not really sure. Genealogy? Yeah. Uh, 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 Chasing people's genes. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. So, um. Get it? Genealogy? <laughs> <laughs> Watching I Dream of Genie. No, he wears jeans. <laughs> He's into genealogy. <laughs> uh, isn't it art? It's pretty funny. All right, let me tell you. It's six thirty. You're listening to WFMU Upsala College East Orange. And Chris, I had something yeah? to add. Sure. Sure. Okay, you were talking about prank phone calls. Yes. And uh, you know, my brother and your ex bandmate Vince is holed uh -huh. up in hospital with a fractured leg. Right. And uh, if anybody out there is contemplating calling anybody up with a prank phone call, I suggest you give him a call. And and what's Vince's number in and, the hospital? And the number there at Raleigh Hospital is area code 908-499-6378. Uh -huh. Okay. Anything, you know, relating to the hospital, nurses or whatever, I think you'd get a kick out of it because it's <laughs> bored. So. All right, thanks, Kaz. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, bye. Listen, Art, thanks uh, very much for uh, telling us all about the pants. They're two years old. They're Levi's, size 36 waist, size 30 inseam. Art says that they're, they've got some life left in them, a lot of life left in them. 
They have holes in the knees. Right now he's uh, asking $20 a pair, but he wants to sell them to the highest bidder. And if you're interested in Art Cornell's jeans, you can call me here at the station, and I'll tell you how to get in touch with him. Is that okay with you, Art? Okay. Thanks, Art. Listen, I hope I didn't interrupt your dinner. Excuse me, this yep. is Mrs. Cornell, but Hi. what station is this? I Th didn't hear. This is WFMU. We're right around the corner from you in East Orange, New Jersey. Oh, I we're see. At, we're at 91.1 on your FM stereo dial. Okay. Okay? Thank you. Thanks, Miss Cornell. <laughs> Thanks, Art. Well, there you have it, Art, Cornell, Art Cornell's jeans. I want to thank KBC for giving me that phone number. Now, I don't know, I'd like to take Kaz's suggestion and... Call his brother Vince in the hospital. Oh, it's busy. Someone's gotten to him before I could. Hello, welcome to the air. Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the air. Turn the radio down. Okay. Uh, hello? Hello. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I have a little telephone joke. What's that? Um... I used to look up in, into the telephone book, and uh, people whose name was Lipschitz, mm -hmm. I used to call them up and say, if your Lipschitz, then my ass will. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll... Thank you very much for that uh, piece of canny advice. Very philosophical man, often quoted, and uh, one whose works you should read more often. We were just speaking to him on the phone. Let me... Uh, Try this number here again at the Rahway Hospital. I'm trying to put together not only a list of prank calls, but um, conspiracy theories as well. Hello? I need to speak with a Vincent's Propolominus. Uh, I'll see if it's in. I'm sorry? I'll see if it's in. Okay. Wait, wait, he's talking to the nurse with the big tits. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, this is Dr. Hello? Hello? Dr. Bombay? Wait a minute. That was like the, the worst doctor voice I've ever heard. Didn't even fool Vince. Yes, uh, Dr. Schelling, please. Dr. Schelling? No, I'm sorry, this is Dr. Schelling. I'm calling for Vince. Oh, okay, hold on. Vincent, I'm sorry, I can't say... Yes, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce the last name. Uh, is this Vincent? This is Chris T. Yes, it is. <laughs> can't pull one over on you, boy. Hey, Vince. You scared me. I thought at first, because uh, I, I was saying, my girlfriend said, oh, there's supposed to be some lawyer calling you. I said, oh, shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. We're on the air on WFMU Upsala College East Orange. And uh, Vince, uh, we were just talking about prank calls. Yeah. And, and your brother <laughs> your brother called to uh, give out your phone number so that people could call you. Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding you. He wouldn't do such a thing. He didn't do that. But anyway, so you're in the hospital. Yeah, I broke my leg. Broke your leg. Right. I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry yeah. to hear that. Well, what's your favorite prank call? My favorite prank call? Favorite when you were a kid, you know? I guess the ordering a pizza to somebody's house that you don't like. Oh, that's a classic. That's a that's probably a cla the classic prank call of all time. Sending a pizza somewhere. Yeah. All right. What do you think about the one where a guy calls up a, a bowling alley and asks if uh, the person at the bowling alley has 16-pound balls? Oh, well, uh... I haven't heard that one. That's pretty funny. You're going to yeah. try that one now? No, I never tried that one before. You should give that one a try. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But, uh, so so the pizza one is your favorite. Yeah, so, uh, so you're, I'm on the air right now on you're, FMU? You're on the air, yes, on FMU. We have someone who wants to speak to you here. Hang on a minute. Okay. 201-678-7743. We, ju we just had a call here, uh. And they've gone. But if you'd like to speak to Vince in the hospital with a broken leg and, you know, cheer him up a little bit. Uh, how'd you break your leg, anyway? I heard the whole story, but let's tell everybody. Oh, well, I got a moped last month mm -hmm. for my birthday. Right. And I was riding it down the street and uh, passing two parked cars. And when I came across the, came side by side, but with the second parked car, a girl opened the door, swung the door open, and it hit me right in the calf of the leg. 
And you got infected. Yeah, I got cellulitis, and my whole leg blew up like a balloon, and it felt like it was going to explode with pus and blood, but uh, now it's still infected with all blood clots. They have to wait for the infection to go down a bit, the swelling, before they can make an incision and remove the blood clots, so Sounds I don't wonderful. know if I'm going to be here for a couple more weeks. We, we got another call here. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Whatever. Good afternoon. I was wondering, you've run through all the standard. Sorry to hear about your leg, Devin. Vince, uh, Vince is name. He said he's sorry to hear about your leg. Oh yeah, thank you. Uh, you've gone through all the standard things about Con Ed, calling Con Ed, and uh, you know all the childish ones. No, no, I haven't heard any but Con you, Ed. You never heard about calling no. up and saying this is Con Edison. Uh huh. And we want to check. Oh yeah, so right. don't don't answer your phone or whatever next time it rings. No, you can uh. you can tell them to check that the power's on. Uh -huh. oh, is uh, are the lights on in your neighborhood? Yes. So turn uh -huh. up before you go to bed. This is like grade school stuff. <laughs> so turn them out before you go to bed? Yeah, yeah. The refrigerator uh, running, catch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince Albert in a can. You right, know what's yeah. a good one, sort of like a 90s thing, is to uh, call a gay out call service and leave your your friend's phone number. Oh, that's very funny. Well, it said, uh... We're yeah, gonna I, got, I got Ozob over here. He could probably tell you what kind of prank calls he likes to make. Okay. Here's a, yeah, 201-678-7743 is the number. Hi, Ozob. Yo. Yes, Ozob, you're on the air with us. Okay. It's like this. Omi, we're for Bloomingdale's. Who flunk shit? Wait. <laughs> All right. 201-678-7743 uh, is the number here. Hey, Vince. Tell Vince. Hello. Yeah. Welcome to the air. Oh, I should have warned. I told him he was on the radio. Yeah, I know. I know. Two on one six. Is this Dateline? Yes, it is. <laughs> Do you I want was the girl with the car? The no. girl. You're the girl with the car no, who. Uh, no, no, no. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you you want to date with Vince? Is that what you're calling? Why are you yeah, calling? Which hospital is he laid up in? Uh, Rollway Hospital. The what? Rollway. Rollway. Huh. Not right far. Right next to the prison. You you are right next, next to the, the prison. prison. So you're going to be there another couple of weeks? It looks that way. And how long How long you've been there now? Uh, 11 days. Oh, man, that's like a month in the hospital. Is there a broken leg? It's an well, it's all infected. You almost lost your leg, huh? Um, I don't know. Don't say that. We, we would have been calling you peg leg if they <laughs> took it off. Hey, Vin, listen, Vince, I hope you feel better. I hope the leg is better. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for calling, Chris. Yeah, well, thanks. Who, who thanks for. Send the flowers to? Uh, who should you send the flowers to? Send Vince? them to Vince, care of Rollway Hospital. He's probably the only Vince in there. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll try. All right. Thanks, caller. Okay. Bye. Bye. Anyway, I told you. I told you I was too tired and too hot to actually do a show today. This is what you get. This is the extent of it. You get Art Cornell talking about his jeans. That you know, he still has for sale, from what I know of it, they're still there. And me talking to Vince, Kaz's brother. Now, if you if you you probably you may not know who Vince is, but I used to play in a couple of bands with him. One of which was Missing Foundation. Great bass player, great guy, and bad leg. I guess is the only way to put it. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello. Yes. Hi. Yes. Uh, I was I was listening to the show about the prank calls. Yes. Uh, yeah, I want. To, can I talk to the DJ? Yes, yes, you can. Okay. Go ahead. You're talking to him now. I'm talking to him now. Yes, this is him. Oh, because I don't hear it on the radio. Well, don't be listening to the radio then. Oh, okay. You can't. Okay. Well, I consider myself one of one of the masters of prank phone call. And? In fact, I've done so many prank phone calls. Okay, that I've even actually actually had police call my house. Calling me back. You had the police call your house. One time I did, yeah. And uh, what what was? Give us an idea of what what, what one of these phone calls sounded like. Well, I got um, I got uh, let go with, without using any obscenities. No, no, no obscenities. Okay. I had gotten let go from my job, right? Yeah. This is about oh, about six years ago. I like the way you put that. I got let go from my job. <laughs> and uh, I was in this bar, right, across the street from this phone booth. So I was a little drunk and mm -hmm. I went to the phone booth. I used to work in a chemical place. Right. So I called them up. I called up the police and the fire department, and I acted like I was inside the place, you know, mm -hmm. and I uh, made background noises like the place was exploding. Mm -hmm. And I said, hurry up, come on, get down here, you know. So I'm watching fire engines. You know, I, I realized this was, you know, kind of crazy thing to do. But mm -hmm. and but, anyway. But, but you were drunk, and that excuses everything. 
Oh, so you mean it don't count? It don't count when you're drunk. No, but listen, you can do I, anything. No, but listen to this one. Yeah. This is a classic now, too. Yeah. You call up a bar, right? Uh-huh. Okay, somebody says, okay, so yeah. it's tavern, right? Right. You go, hello, um, can I speak to Alan? Alan who? And they go, Alan who? Well, um, Alan Kaholic. No, 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 it's Al. Alcoholic. Well, first I start out with Alan, you see, just for they don't catch on. Where are you from? Wait a minute, where are you from? I'm from Linden. <laughs> that explains a lot. You, but, you actually say Alan Kaholic? Well, at first they say Alan, right? And then they go, and look, I'm telling you, man, it works. It does. It, it, it wouldn't work in a million years. No, no, I'm not lying to you. It works. What idiot barkeep are you speaking to? I'm telling and this is another one. Bill Oney. This is another one. You Bill Oney. you got to call Bill the Oney. Polish bar. You and? Call, there's a Polish bar in Linden here called the um, Polish National Home. Uh-huh. Don't, just, don't, don't do any Polak jokes, please. No, no, it's not oh. a Polish joke. Okay. But listen to it. I swear now. Uh-huh. I called this place, right? Uh-huh. Okay, and I said, yeah. hello. Stand there? Uh-huh. And they go, Stan, no. Which Stan? I go, Stan the roofer. No, he's not here today. I mean, any Polish bar, there's a guy named Stan, and he's a roofer. And it worked. Wow. So you're telling us then that, like, Stan, uh, roofers named Stan like the frequent Polish bars. I'm telling you. Okay. I'm telling you. And, and there's a lot of them in Linden. Yeah, yeah. And this is what you do for... Oh, Linden. Have you big... found work yet? No, no. Okay. I'm, un- I'm unemployed right now. I kind of figured that. Well, Al, I'll try that one. Thanks. Alan Koholik. Thank, Alan Koholik. Thank yeah. you. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Hello? 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 Yes, hello. Yes. Hi. Hi. Well, oh, I'm on now, eh? Yes, you're on the air. Okay. Um, how are you doing today? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Good, Actually, good. I'm, what I'm, I like to do, I'll get right to the point, right, mm-hmm. is kind of a variation. Um, it's kind of a reverse. On the Alan Koholik? Joke? No, no, not oh, okay. on that. Just on prank calls. But right. I, I have a lot of time on my hand, and uh, when someone rings me up and the wrong number, uh-huh. I like to make them believe on them. Make them believe they've got the right they've number. They've got the right number, or that you know uh, the person isn't quite there, or something uh-huh. happened to the uh-huh. person that they, you know. I, I usually don't like to get into anything where the person's. Um, going to be heard or anything but uh, I, I like those creative prank calls the ones that take a while not the ones that are over like really fast like is your refrigerator running kind of prank calls i mean oh, of i like course not. i mean this one woman called me and i convinced her that her husband was off on a um weekend with a transvestite lover mm-hmm. you know I, I doubt well, that was probably the best one because I felt badly afterwards. So you like hurtful? You like to do well, hurtful? I hurtful mean, I things. did feel badly after mm-hmm. that one. I mean, uh, and like I said, doing that, you either have to be unemployed or a student or just have a lot of time on your hand, really. Uh huh. Like, uh, okay. Well, I, I, I'm suggesting that because there's a lot of, there are a lot of people unemployed now. You yeah. Know, I, I'm, I'm unemployed. I've been unemployed for six months. I have a lot of time on my hands. So when someone calls you, it's the wrong number. Is it you? I, I hate that. Oh, I sorry, wrong number. It's okay. Thank I you. I haven't bye. gotten the wrong. I haven't gotten the wrong number in a long in time. A while, but, but, huh? Yeah. And they're a lot of fun now. But I'm starting to take suggestions for prank calls, things that I can do while I'm home all day. Yeah. And I'd like, I'd like for them to involve prospective employers. I'd like to be able to call. Uh, people who have ads in the paper and then um you know if we're looking for help right if you put an ad in the paper you're opening yourself up exactly and exactly uh, you deserve like this what art you cornell guy in montclair <laughs> art was something the nerve of him <laughs> putting an ad in the paper but i know what you mean 20 was that uh, 20 dollars a pair or 20 for the pair you may get tw- you may get both of them for 20 dollars hurry up <laughs> i better hurry i better put on a few pounds too and uh and kind of I don't know. Okay. I can get myself shorter. Okay. Okay. Thank well, you for calling. Bye. The number here is 201-678-7743, and the kind of prank call I was one of my favorite of all times, beside the one I played for you earlier, the hearing aid call, what has become known as the hearing aid call, uh, was one where I, I called up a locksmith and claimed that I had been handcuffed with my uh, arms behind my back to a piece of bedroom furniture and uh, needed for him to come down and, and unlock me. And I spent like 20 minutes on the phone with this guy convincing him that I would give him a great deal of money if he came down and just unlocked me because it would be very embarrassing for me to be found with myself handcuffed to a piece of bedroom furniture. And locksmiths can be enormously funny. You you just can't believe it. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello? Yes. Hi, is this Evan Mew? Yes, it is. Hi. I'm just um wondering, you know, you were talking about the machine? That, you know, lets you figure out who's calling? Yes. 
Why? I mean, pranks, phone calls and everything, yeah, I was, you know, everyone's always done that. But I think this machine thing is really distressing. I mean, why have an unlisted number? Uh, well, I don't know if unlisted numbers would show up on there. Oh, but they'd have to, wouldn't they? No, no, they. I don't think they do. I think uh, they would not show up on the caller ID thing. Really? Yeah, I well, think if you That were... was my biggest, having an unlisted number, that was my biggest fear when I heard about that. You know, and then there's like, you know, calling work and telling work that you're stuck on the highway when you're really not and i mean what are all the people that do that like in a weekly yeah basis? i used to, I used to do, do that i used to do that all the time oh You're my right. god I'm, i live for doing that if continually they, so yeah. i mean well if they ever get those at uh, at your place of business boy you'd really have to go to a payphone out by the highway it's really bad just think it's really bad and what about all the girls i mean not not me hey, because hey, i'm above this but a what light bulb, about all wait a minute. girls a light bulb just went off over my head i hate to interrupt you but maybe that was behind this whole thing too I mean, think about it. Those insidious, those insidious people at the phone company were thinking to themselves, not only can we cut down on this whole prank call business, but now people will be forced to go to pay phones and drop quarters in there. Probably, to, probably. To make... also, also in the past few months, if you've noticed, as I have, if you have any kind of an answering service, public faith. Public payphones, you can't, like, you know, press your little code in and get mm-hmm. your service. They changed that real recently. Really? Yeah. So you have to, uh, you know, find an alternate way of doing that. I don't know what that is, but, I mean, I know I every smell, phone on I the lower smell, side has done that. I smell a conspiracy. I, I really, think so, I do. too. Okay. I think so. Thank you for calling. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, welcome to the air. Hi, Chris. Yeah. Yes, um, unlisted numbers do show up on caller ID. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, a friend of yeah. mine has caller ID, and I have an unlisted number, and uh, he knows my number, but when it shows up, he knows that I called. But they That's do, and scary. I, it's funny because, I, you know, you pay extra. Too. Now you're frightening me. Yes, it's, it's, it's true. I pay extra to have my number unlisted, and yet it shows up wherever, you know, wherever somebody has it. That's really a horrible thing. Yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I'm really... I don't know what to say. I'm very upset. Yeah, so was I when I found out. Yeah. How did you know I called you? Well, have, every, caller ID. have every right to be upset. Thank you for calling. Thank you. And uh, the time here is uh, 12 minutes till 7 when the Hip Bone program commences, and be here for that. Uh, this is Chris T on WFMU Upsal College East Orange. Welcome to the air. Good morning. Uh, the, uh, I think I, I just finished doing a pretty good prank phone call about three weeks ago. It was a college station reunion. Uh-huh. And there was somebody who had got on to one of the big three in New York City mm-hmm. was going to come back and spin as a DJ. You know, it was all the old DJs coming back for a week. What, where, what, can you tell us what station this was? I'd rather not because he may be listening. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to humiliate him anymore. He's program director now. Uh-huh. And uh, production manager, I should say. And he called up to find out uh, what he should bring to the station, and we had him insane. I think the important thing is to be ver- keep a straight face verbally. We said we were moving. I said, how many, uh, I don't understand. What station is it that you come from? And he made, named it. I said, I had never heard of it. He said, you never heard of it? It's classic rock. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, you mean like Beethoven, Bach? And he just went insane. He called up the station manager of the college station, told him he'd never set, set foot in the station again. That these were the jerks that we had running it. It was a wonderful thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. The important thing is that you had fun and no one got hurt, right? Right. Okay. And I, as I said, keeping a straight face verbally is very important. If right. you start to giggle, you blow the whole deal. Yes, giggling is death. Yeah. <laughs> in the world of prank phone calls. Thank All right. you. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, I only wish that I could play more of those on the air, prank phone calls, but there's something inherently dishonest or... Um, really against FCC regulations about, uh, I, I mean, I could play other people's prank calls because I wasn't doing them, but if I was doing them and playing them, um, who, that, that would probably be cause for concern among the programming staff here at the station, and which is why uh, all you know, phone calls must be prefaced by uh, you're on the air or welcome to the air. People sh- you know, are supposed to know that, that they're indeed speaking to a radio station. And, uh, as, as in the case of Art Cornell earlier with his jeans. But, you know, Art did ask me some, at some point, are we on the air? Hello, welcome to the air. Uh, hello, I have a question about the uh, conspiracy. Right. And um, I, I happen to see all over Midtown Manhattan and uh, Lower Manhattan 
who is Rez? What Rez? Who is Rez? What is that? How it's spelled? R e v s. R e v s. Revs. Who is Revs? Are you asking me who is Revs? Yeah, maybe you would know because you might be a you know popular person or something. Maybe you know. I I don't know, and I, all I could do is ask all of the people listening uh, if they know who Revs is to call me here at two zero one six seven eight seven seven four three. We have a listener who doesn't know. Uh, you mean you don't know who Revs is? No, I don't, because I see like posters uh, pasted up and stickers. I can't believe you don't know who Revs is. Come on, really? Yeah. Well, who is it? You don't know? No, I don't. Oh man, come on. Is it a government thing? This or? is months old. You don't know who Revs is, right? Is that what you're trying, you're trying to convince me that? Yes. You don't know what it, who it is. You have no idea. No. No, you have no idea who. Would you think think about it for a minute? You know, Revs. You know. Think about it, Revs, right? Revs. You don't get it. No. You don't know who Revs is. No, I don't. Oh, man. Think about it some more and call back, okay? Oh. 201-678-7743. Who is Revs? I have no idea. The time now, we have got another eight minutes together. Uh, Bill Berger will be here at 7, uh, hip-boning it for you. And uh, right behind him. Is it Margaret Harris or Layla? Is it the last day? Of the, do they switch off? I don't know. Every other week. Who was here last week? It's either Margaret or Layla. Directly after Bill. And Welcome to the air. Welcome to the air. Who's Revs? You're not there, though. 201-678-7743. Please be there when I answer the phone. We found out a lot of things today. Especially that, you know... During a heat wave, it's really hard to do one of these shows. Even though it, it is air-conditioned here at the FMU studios, you can't think during the intense heat when you don't have air conditioning at your home. You just I couldn't think of anything this week. I couldn't think of anything I wanted to do besides just talk to our listeners' supporters. Dear listener supporter, hello. Hello, Chris T. Hi. Good, good phone prank takes a little bit of electronic knowledge. I wonder if any of your listeners know about uh, blue boxing. Uh, I've heard of uh, blue boxes, but how, in what way do you mean? <clears throat> well, you can call France or anywhere in the world for nothing. Right. Right. But, it's like, well, the keypad on your phone, okay, is a certain set of frequencies. Right. And being that Ma Bell's one huge computer, it doesn't care. So a lot of public uh, domain software, you know, the databases... You can, it's usually around, it's called Bluebeards, I believe. And you get the list of frequencies of the operator's keypad. They're the same thing as yours, but they have four extra uh, buttons, A, B, C, and D. Mm -hmm. And through that, from your line, you can call a long distance to your friend, and what the computer does is look for a certain tone, I think, uh, I think a thousand hertz tone at the end of the line on their side, let's say in California. So you call to your friend, you push a button on your box that you've made. Now, you've just connected that that line on that side of California. So now you have a straight line to California. Then you can call up to Canada through that line. Then, say, you can call down to uh, Farmingdale, New York, where is your satellite, and that's where it goes out across the sea. And if you hit one, it would be for a satellite link. Zero would be for a cable trunking. And we used to call people over in uh, London down at the uh, train station and just see how they were doing at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. So we used to have great fun with that, and they were really simple to build. It, 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 well, how, how much do you need to know how to solder or something to build yeah, one? Yeah, but it's not. It's really any anybody that's into radios can can take care of it. It's not really hard at all. It's really simple. And you make them size of a pack of cigarettes. So, uh, what happened? I mean, uh, what is a possible way of getting caught doing this? Have you ever gotten caught? Uh, no. Well, I've only done it a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Well, the president of Apple Computers, uh, whoever that was years ago when he opened up, he used to be a big blue boxer in the sixties. Mm -hmm. He used to do it. Uh, the way you can can get caught is. Now they have computers sweeping lines looking for noise, because when you have a long-distance call, you have like a little noise mm -hmm. generated through the line. And then if you, know, you send this perfect tone through the line, the computer says, hey, wait a minute, that's not far away. So they call you up your number that way. So to get around that is you put a, a noise generator on it to make it synthesize, make it sound like it's far away. And uh, it's, 
pretty pretty interesting. Very very interesting. And if uh, one other thing about the system, anybody can do it. It's a service just available. I think since last month. You know when somebody calls you and you go to pick it up and they hang up on you. Right. You know, dial star six nine. Mm-hmm. on your phone, and it will ring that, whoever called you, will ring their number, wherever they called you from, or whoever it was. Wow. So That's if somebody gives you a prank call, just hit star 69, it'll ring them right back. Get out of town, yes, really? That, yes, it is. Because, I mean, I've gotten a lot of those hang-ups, people calling me and hanging out. That's right. Now, there's two ways they work. It's either $5 a month for the service all the time, mm-hmm. or 75 cents every time you do it if you don't have the service. If you don't have the service, you could still do it? Yes, yeah, 75 Isn't the cents. phone company great? It, it's, uh, I take back everything I ever said about them. <laughs> Yeah. Wait a minute, can you hang up? Uh, can I hang up? Yeah. Sure, I can hang right up. Right. Star 69. $10, it doesn't work. 10 bucks says it doesn't work. See what I mean? Oh my god. It's ringing, but to where? Who is this? Who who have we rung? Hello? Did it work? Yeah, it worked. It okay. worked. My cordless phone contact. Excellent. Doesn't that work well? Excellent, yeah. This is me. Oh, wait, and I just called you. You just called me back. That is so cool. So, it works. Star 69. Star 69, the keys to remember. And that's easy to remember, too. That's, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. So you get all those dirt bags to call you in the middle of the night. Oh, that's so excellent, man. I'm going to put an end to that nonsense <laughs> right right away. I can't, I'm can't. i just going to sit by my phone waiting for someone to call me now <laughs> and hang up. That's it, and just call them right Does back. Does it still work even if, you, if you've hung up the phone already? Uh, what do you mean? If like let's say someone calls me and they hang up and then I hang up the phone. Oh yeah, yeah. Long I could if you don't make another call. Make another call or receive another call, right? Right. You hit star sixty nine. So excellent. So there you go. So you don't need caller ID and spend all that money because you don't want to know exactly what number it is because you have it already. And it's a low, low seventy five cents. That for the bottom price. That's right. Well, thank you. you that is Chris. the most useful information <laughs> I've imparted since I've been doing this show. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Hey, listen, <laughs> come to think of it, that'll also put an end to most prank calls, right? <laughs> Star 69. Hey, kid, was that you that just called me and asked me if my refrigerator's running? I'm coming over to break your legs. I know where you live. Yeah, that's right. Put your mother on the phone. It's all over. I think the error of the prank call is just, uh, it, well, you know, it's not really over, but it's got to head into a new, more intelligent, stripped-down Terminator 2 type of prank phone call. You just cannot get away with that childish stuff anymore. So my advice for today, you know, everybody interested in, in uh, prank phone calls is, is you, you got to become smarter than they are, all right? And uh, we will begin next week with our Conspiracy Theory series of shows. Um, next uh, Friday we have Mark Levin and Paul Marcus. Mark is the director, and Paul is a co-producer of the film Blowback. And uh, that movie will be opening in New York City on August 9th. So we'll be talking about that next week. And they will be here in the studio. And uh, enjoy that, hopefully, next week. We've got a minute for another call. If anyone wants to get something in under the wire, it's 201-678-7743. Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Yeah, I figured out a way around the Star 69 bit. You figured a way out around it? Yeah. Okay. See, what you do is all you do is, like, you call somebody. Uh Uh-huh. And you record the dials. The uh, ring on the other end. Right. So when the person calls you back with the star through nine, just have a way to just figure out a way to click that in when you answer it. Wow, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And for that, I picked up the phone. Okay, as I said, Bill is here. Uh, uh, gee whiz, sir, I can't. I couldn't get through to you. Uh, hello. 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 I couldn't get through to you. And so I don't know what to do. What's the matter? I couldn't get through. Who is it? It's me. Who is you? It's me, Billy. What happened to Bill? Moved out to WMFU. He joined the Illuminati. Gee, what's the matter with Billy? He looks kind of 
spaced out. The signs are often misunderstood. I bet he's on something. It's not what you think. He's dead. 